0: Chapter Fourteen of Abraham Lincoln, A History, Volume Six This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Abraham Lincoln, A History, Volume Six By John Hay and John George Nicolay. Chapter Fourteen West Virginia Admitted in reviewing the work of congress and the administration during the winter of eighteen sixty two we must again take up the account of the political division of the original state of virginia and the formation from a portion of her territory of the new state of west virginia to do this we must briefly recapitulate what has already been narrated namely that a convention of delegates chosen by the virginia counties lying west of the great allegheny mountain range repudiated the secession and rebellion of which governor letcher was chief and richmond the center and formally organized the restored government of virginia at wheeling on the nineteenth of june eighteen sixty one they made francis h pierpoint governor who officially invoked the protection of the federal government which president lincoln duly promised They constituted a legislature by calling together such members recently chosen as would take an oath of allegiance to the united states and the restored government of virginia and filled the vacancies of those who refused by new elections this legislature chose united states senators whom congress admitted to seats still further the convention which passed these ordinances reassembled at wheeling after a recess and on the twentieth day of august eighteen sixty one adopted another ordinance providing for the formation of a new state composed of thirty-nine counties which was to be called the state of kanawha an election was ordered to be held on the fourth thursday of october succeeding to vote upon this proposition and also to elect delegates to a new convention to form a constitution for the new state which should in turn be submitted to the people within the proposed boundaries for ratification or rejection the october election was held resulting in a vote of eighteen thousand four hundred and eight for the new state and only seven hundred and eighty one against it after proclamation of the result the delegates elected met in convention at wheeling on the twenty sixth of november eighteen sixty one and during a session which extended to february eighteenth eighteen sixty two carefully framed a constitution which included forty counties in the new state and instead of kanawha as first proposed Gave it the name of West Virginia. The Constitution, thus framed, was submitted to the people of the counties embraced in it at an election held on the third of April, eighteen sixty two, when it was adopted by a vote of eighteen thousand eight hundred and sixty two for and only five hundred and fourteen against it. To regulate the division or juncture of States, the Constitution of the United States provides that the consent of the legislatures of the states concerned as well as of the congress shall first be obtained to meet this requirement the legislature of the restored government of virginia sitting at wheeling passed an act may thirteenth giving its formal assent to the formation and erection of the new state within the limits of the old and these various proceedings were laid before congress by the senators and representatives of the restored government of virginia who had been admitted to seats is already related the senate committee on territories on the twenty third of june eighteen sixty two reported a bill to admit west virginia accepting all the provisions of the new constitution except that relating to slaves which consisted of a simple prohibition against their being brought into the state for permanent residence in addition to this the bill imposed as a condition precedent a system of gradual emancipation beginning on the fourth of july eighteen sixty three the discussions developed considerable differences of opinion among republicans as to the legality of the various local proceedings already had and the constitutionality of the act of admission under consideration nevertheless the bill passed the senate july fourteenth eighteen sixty two yeas twenty three nays seventeen the session was so nearly at its close that the house of representatives did not take up the question until december following there a similar divergence of views prevailed but as in the senate a decided majority favored the measure and the bill passed december tenth yeas ninety six nays fifty five this preliminary statement brings us to the point of special interest to the readers of this work namely the consideration of the bill by president lincoln and his cabinet on the twenty third of december eighteen sixty two the president addressed the following note to his constitutional advisers a bill for an act entitled an act for the admission of the state of west virginia into the union and for other purposes has passed the house of representatives and the senate and has been duly presented to me for my action i respectfully ask of each of you an opinion in writing on the following questions to wit first is the said act constitutional second is the said act expedient six members of the cabinet answered this request with written opinions the secretary of the interior caleb b smith the seventh member had recently retired from the cabinet having been appointed to a judgeship in indiana and his successor had not yet been named three members seward chase and stanton answered the questions in the affirmative the other three wells blair and bates in the negative upon the constitutional point mr seward's argument in part ran thus it seems to me that the political body which has given consent in this case is really and incontestably the state of virginia so long as the united states do not recognize the secession departure or separation of one of the states that state must be deemed as existing and having a constitutional place within the union whatever may be at any moment exactly its revolutionary condition a state thus situated cannot be deemed to be divided into two or more states merely by any revolutionary proceeding which may have occurred because there cannot be constitutionally two or more states of virginia the newly organized state of virginia is therefore at this moment by the express consent of the united states invested with all the rights of the state of virginia and charged with all the powers privileges and dignity of that state if the united states allow to that organization any of these rights powers and privileges it must be allowed to possess and enjoy them all if it be a state competent to be represented in congress and bound to pay taxes it is a state competent to give the required consent of the state to the formation and erection of the new state of west virginia within the jurisdiction of virginia upon the question of expediency wrote mr seward i am determined by two considerations first the people of western virginia will be safer from molestation for their loyalty because better able to protect and defend themselves as a new and separate state than they would be if left to demoralizing uncertainty upon the question whether in the progress of the war they may not again be reabsorbed in the state of virginia and subjected to severities as a punishment for their present devotion to the union the first duty of the united states is protection to loyalty wherever it is found second i am of opinion that the harmony and peace of the union will be promoted by allowing the new state to be formed and erected which will assume jurisdiction over that part of the valley of the ohio which lies on the south side of the ohio river displacing in a constitutional and lawful manner the jurisdiction heretofore exercised there by a political power concentrated at the head of the james river on the question of constitutionality mr chase argued in part in every case of insurrection involving the persons exercising the powers of state government when a large body of the people remain faithful that body so far as the union is concerned must be taken to constitute the state it would have been as absurd as it would have been impolitic to deny to the large loyal population of virginia the powers of a state government because men whom they had clothed with executive or legislative or judicial powers had betrayed their trusts and joined in rebellion against their country it does not admit of doubt therefore as it seems to me that the legislature which gave its consent to the formation and erection of the state of west virginia was the true and only lawful legislature of the state of virginia the madison papers clearly show that the consent of the legislature of the original state was the only consent required to the erection and formation of a new state within its jurisdiction that consent having been given the consent of the new state if required is proved by her application for admission nothing required by the constitution to the formation and admission of west virginia into the united states is therefore wanting and the act of admission must necessarily be constitutional nor is this conclusion technical as some may think the legislature of virginia it may be admitted did not contain many members from the eastern counties it contained however representatives from all counties whose inhabitants were not either rebels themselves or dominated by greater numbers of rebels it was the only legislature of the state known to the union if its consent was not valid no consent could be if its consent was not valid the constitution as to the people of west virginia has been so suspended by the rebellion that a most important right under it is utterly lost with regard to the question of expediency he writes the act is almost universally regarded as of vital importance to their welfare by the loyal people most immediately interested and it has received the sanction of large majorities in both houses of congress these facts afford strong presumptions of expediency it may be said indeed that the admission of west virginia will draw after it the necessity of admitting other states under the consent of extemporized legislatures assuming to act for whole states though really representing no important part of their territory i think this necessity imaginary there is no such legislature nor is there likely to be no such legislature if extemporized is likely to receive the recognition of congress in the executive the case of west virginia will form no evil precedent far otherwise it will encourage the loyal by the assurance it will give of national recognition and support but it will inspire no hopes that the national government will countenance needless and unreasonable attempts to break up or impair the integrity of states if a case parallel to that of west virginia shall present itself it will doubtless be entitled to like consideration but the contingency of such a case is surely too remote to countervail all the considerations of expediency which sustain the act the answer of mr stanton accords with his habitual positiveness of opinion and brevity of statement the constitution expressly authorizes a new state to be formed or erected within the jurisdiction of another state the act of congress is in pursuance of that authority the measure is sanctioned by the legislature of the state within whose jurisdiction the new state is formed when the new state is formed its consent can be given and then all the requirements of the constitution are complied with i have been unable to perceive any point on which the act of congress conflicts with the constitution by the erection of the new state the geographical boundary heretofore existing between the free and slave states will be broken and the advantage of this upon every point of consideration surpasses all objections which have occurred to me on the question of expediency many prophetic dangers and evils might be specified but it is safe to suppose that those who come after us will be as wise as ourselves and if what we deem evils be really such they will be avoided the present good is real and substantial the future may safely be left in the care of those whose duty and interest may be involved in any possible future measures of legislation one or two extracts from the opinion of mr wells will indicate the course of his argument in the negative under existing necessities an organization of the loyal citizens or a portion of them has been recognized and its senators and representatives admitted to seats in congress yet we cannot close our eyes to the fact that the fragment of the state which in the revolutionary tumult has instituted the new organization is not possessed of the records archives symbols traditions or capital of the commonwealth though calling itself the state of virginia it does not assume the debts and obligations contracted prior to the existing difficulties is this organization then really and in point of fact anything else than a provisional government for the state it is composed almost entirely of those loyal citizens who reside beyond the mountains and within the prescribed limits of the proposed new state in this revolutionary period there being no contestants we are compelled to recognize the organization as virginia whether that would be the case and how the question would be met and disposed of were the insurrection this day abandoned need not now be discussed were virginia or those parts of it not included in the proposed new state invaded and held in temporary subjection by a foreign enemy instead of the insurgents the fragment of territory and population which should successfully repel the enemy and adhere to the union would doubtless during such temporary subjection be recognized and properly recognized as virginia when however this loyal fragment goes farther and not only declares itself to be virginia but proceeds by its own act to detach itself permanently and forever from the commonwealth and to erect itself into a new state within the jurisdiction of the state of virginia the question arises whether this proceeding is regular legal right and in honest good faith conformable to and within the letter and spirit of the constitution congress may admit new states into the union but any attempt to dismember or divide a state by any forced or unauthorized assumption would be an inexpedient exercise of the doubtful power to the injury of such state were there no question of doubtful constitutionality in the movement the time selected for the division of the state is most inopportune it is a period of civil commotion When unity and concerted action on the part of all loyal citizens and authorities should be directed to a restoration of the Union, and all tendency towards disintegration and demoralization avoided. Mr. Blair's argument, also in the negative, was in part as follows the question is only whether the state of virginia has consented to the partition of her territory and the formation of that part of it called western virginia into a separate state in point of fact it will not be contended that this has been done for it is well known that the elections by which the movement has been made did not take place in more than a third of the counties of the state and the votes on the constitution did not exceed twenty thousand the argument for the fulfillment of the constitutional provisions applicable to this case rests altogether on the fact that the government organized at wheeling in which a portion of the district in which it is proposed to create the new state is represented with a few of the eastern counties has been recognized as the government of the state of virginia for certain purposes by the executive and legislative branches of the federal government and it is contended that by these acts the federal government is is stopped from denying that the consent given by this government of virginia to the creation of the new state is a sufficient consent within the meaning of the new constitution it seems to me to be a sufficient answer to this argument to say first that it is confessedly merely technical and assumes unwarrantably that the qualified recognition which has been given to the government at wheeling for certain temporary purposes precludes the federal government from taking notice of the fact that the wheeling government represents much less than half the people of virginia when it attempts to dismember the state permanently or second that the present demand of itself proves the previous recognitions relied on to enforce it to be erroneous for unquestionably the fourth article of the constitution prohibits the formation of a new state within the jurisdiction of an old one without the actual consent of the old state and if it be true that we have so dealt with a third part of the people of virginia as that to be consistent we should now permit that minority to divide the state it does not follow that we should persist but on the contrary it demonstrates that we have heretofore been wrong and if consistency is insisted on and is deemed necessary we should recede from the position heretofore taken as to the expediency of the measure i do not think it either necessary to recede from those positions or proper to take the new step insisted on now there is no positive prohibition in the constitution against the action taken by the senate and house of representatives in relation to the recognition of the wheeling government or in relation to the action taken by the executive and all that can be said if we reject the claim of the wheeling government to represent the people of virginia for the purposes now under consideration will be that it admits our previous action to have been irregular the answer to this is that if not regular it was substantially just and the circumstances of the case excuse the irregularity for it was proper That the loyal people in the state of virginia should be represented in congress and the representation allowed was not greater than their numbers entitled them to but whilst it was just to the people of western virginia whose country was not overrun by the rebel armies to allow this representation and for this purpose and for the purposes of local government to recognize the state government instituted by them it would be very unjust to the loyal people in the greater part of the state who are now held in subjection by rebel armies and who far exceed in number the twenty thousand who have voted on the constitution for western virginia to permit the dismemberment of their state without their consent the opinion of attorney general bates was long and elaborate and only a small part of it can be quoted here to show the course and spirit of his argument in the negative We all know, everybody knows, that the government of Virginia, recognized by Congress and the President, is a government of necessity, formed by that power which lies dormant in every people, which, though known and recognized, is never regulated by law, because its exact uses and the occasions for its use cannot be foreknown, and it is called into exercise by the great emergency which overturning the regular government necessitates its action without waiting for the details and forms which all regular governments have it is intended only to counteract the treacherous perversion of the ordained powers of the state and stands only as a political nucleus around which the shattered elements of the old commonwealth may meet and combine, in all its original proportions, and be restored to its legitimate place in the Union. It is a provisional government, proper and necessary for the legitimate object for which it was made and recognized. That object was not to divide and destroy the state, but to rehabilitate and restore it, that government of virginia so formed and so recognized does not and never did in fact represent and govern more than a small fraction of the state perhaps a fourth part and the legislature which pretends to give the consent of virginia to her own dismemberment is as i am credibly informed composed chiefly, if not entirely, of men who represent those 48 counties which constitute the new state of West Virginia. The act of consent is less in the nature of a law than of a contract. It is a grant of power, an agreement to be divided. And who made the agreement, and with whom? The representatives of the 48 counties with themselves. Is that fair dealing? is that honest legislation is that a legitimate exercise of a constitutional power by the legislature of virginia it seems to me that it is a mere abuse nothing less than attempted secession hardly veiled under the flimsy forms of law between the conflicting and evenly balanced counsel the deciding opinion of president lincoln becomes doubly interesting printed here for the first time the complete document reads as follows the consent of the legislature of virginia is constitutionally necessary to the bill for the admission of west virginia becoming a law a body claiming to be such legislature has given its consent we cannot well deny that it is such unless we do so upon the outside knowledge that the body was chosen at elections in which a majority of the qualified voters of virginia did not participate but it is a universal practice in the popular elections in all these states to give no legal consideration whatever to those who do not choose to vote as against the effect of the votes of those who do choose to vote hence it is not the qualified voters but the qualified voters who choose to vote That constitute the political power of the state much less than to non-voters should any consideration be given to those who did not vote in this case because it is also a matter of outside knowledge that they were not merely neglectful of their rights under and duty to this government but were also engaged in open rebellion against it doubtless among these non-voters were some union men whose voices were smothered by the more numerous secessionists but we know too little of their number to assign them any appreciable value can this government stand if it indulges constitutional constructions by which men in open rebellion against it are to be accounted man for man the equals of those who maintain their loyalty to it are they to be accounted even better citizens and more worthy of consideration than those who merely neglect to vote if so their treason against the constitution enhances their constitutional value without braving these absurd conclusions we cannot deny that the body which consents to the admissions of West virginia in the legislature of virginia i do not think the plural form of the words legislatures and states in the phrase of the constitution without the consent of the legislatures of the states concerned etc has any reference to the new state concerned that plural form sprang from the contemplation of two or more old states contributing to form a new one the idea that the new state was in danger of being admitted without its own consent was not provided against because it was not thought of as i conceive it is said the devil takes care of his own much more should a good spirit the spirit of the constitution and the union take care of its own i think it cannot do less and live but is the admission into the union of west virginia expedient this in my general view is more a question for congress than for the executive still i do not evade it more than on anything else it depends on whether the admission or rejection of the new state would under all the circumstances tend the more strongly to the restoration of the national authority throughout the union that which helps most in this direction is the most expedient at this time doubtless those in remaining virginia would return to the union so to speak less reluctantly without the division of the old state than with it but i think we could not save as much in this quarter by rejecting the new state as we should lose by it in west virginia we can scarcely dispense with the aid of west virginia in this struggle much less can we afford to have her against us in congress and in the field Her brave and good men regard her admission into the Union as a matter of life and death. They have been true to the Union under very severe trials. We have so acted as to justify their hopes, and we cannot fully retain their confidence and cooperation if we seem to break faith with them. In fact, they could not do so much for us if they would. Again, the admission of the new state turns that much slave soil to free and thus is a certain and irrevocable encroachment upon the cause of the rebellion the division of a state is dreaded as a precedent but a measure made expedient by a war is no precedent for times of peace it is said that the admission of west virginia is secession and tolerated only because it is our secession Well. If we call it by that name, there is still difference enough between secession against the Constitution and secession in favor of the Constitution. I believe the admission of West Virginia into the Union is expedient. Accordingly, on the 31st of December, 1862, President Lincoln signed the Act for the Admission of the State of West Virginia into the Union, which thereby became a law nothing now remained to be done except a compliance by the new state with the condition precedent which Congress had imposed. The Constitutional Convention was therefore again convened on the 12th of February, 1863, and the change duly adopted by it providing for gradual emancipation in the language which Congress had prescribed. The Convention also published an address to the voters warmly recommending it, and and an election held on the twenty sixth of march the amended constitution was adopted by a majority of about seventeen thousand in conformity with the act of congress president lincoln thereupon issued his proclamation dated april twentieth eighteen sixty three declaring that the act of admission should take force and effect sixty days from that date at a supplementary election the officers to form a new state government had been chosen and on the twentieth of june eighteen sixty three it was formally inaugurated and west virginia became one of the united states the number of its counties had been increased to forty eight embracing an area of twenty three thousand square miles of territory and containing a white population according to the census of eighteen sixty of three hundred and thirty three thousand and about twelve thousand slaves the system of gradual emancipation imposed by the act of congress and accepted by the state left slavery in existence in the state until it should gradually disappear by the death of those over the age of twenty-five by the arrival at the age of twenty-five of a second class and at the age of twenty-one of a third class but public opinion on this subject in west virginia was swept along by the same causes which brought the institution to an early termination in other states of the union on the ninth of december eighteen sixty three the legislature passed an act permitting owners to emancipate their slaves and also prohibiting the bringing of slaves into the state and declaring them if brought in free after six months no laws on the subject were passed during the year 1864, but when the great constitutional amendment came up for action in Congress in the winter of eighteen sixty four sixty five, West Virginia obeyed the common impulse, and on January twenty third, 1865, her legislature raised a joint committee of five from the House and three from the Senate to consider the subject of immediately abolishing slavery in that state. The members appear to have been ripe for a prompt decision, for on the 3rd of February, 1865, three days after the 13th Amendment had been adopted by Congress, an act was passed declaring 1. All persons held to service or labor as slaves in this state are hereby declared free. 2. There shall hereafter be neither slavery nor involuntary servitude in this state, except in punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted the organization and admission of the new state still left in existence the restored government of virginia of which governor pierpoint was the executive head he had meanwhile removed his seat of government to alexandria where his authority and administration still recognized by the president and congress as being loyal and legal were exercised over such portions of the remaining territory of the old Dominion as came under the permanent control of the Union armies until the end of the rebellion. End of chapter fourteen.